You're listening to Stormcast, hosted by Dishon and Swishin's David Siegel, the new way to keep up with all of your favorite Storm players and coaches. Hi everybody, this is David Siegel and it's a pleasure to welcome you to another episode of the Stormcast. Here on the Seattle Storm website, we are trying to keep you up to date with all of your favorite players and coaches throughout the offseason and you know, I am talking to Shanghai, China right now, and it is a pleasure to welcome <laughs> the WNBA Rookie of the Year, Brianna Stewart. Stewie, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Well, you know, it, you know, from, from talking to you in person in stores to talking to you 13 hours away, you know, I, I think I've reached the gamut as to how I can contact you from now on. I know. I think it's we've definitely um, done the face to face, and now the the thirteen hour time difference. We figured it out. <laughs> I think so. So let's let's start by talking a little bit about basketball and talk about what's going on with your team in Shanghai. Now you're off to a slow start, only averaging around thirty one points a game. Uh, you know, which is <laughs> second on the storm to Jewel. Uh, so so talk right. for a second. Tell us about what it's like on the court. What's different? How is that working out for you so far with your game and what you're doing over there? Um, you know, it's a little it's a little different just because um the big the biggest thing is the language barrier. And and that's always the hardest, but you know, when you you kind of simplify things and and look at the bigger picture, you realize that, you know, we're all playing the same sport and we all have the the same goal that we're trying to accomplish and it was just getting comfortable with the players, the coaches, um, the plays, what they're called, that type of thing. And I think that, you know, we we did pretty well in the first round, and now the second round starts uh, soon enough. Now, you mentioned the language barrier. Do your coaches speak English? Do any of the players speak English? How are you overcoming that? So my situation is a little confusing. My coach speaks Korean. And then there's a translator from Korean to Chinese uh, for the players. And then my assistant coach, who's also Korean, he tells me Korean to English. And then I have my own translator who does English to Chinese if I want to talk to the players and that type of thing. Uh, so it's a lot of three-way communication. Sounds like a lot. Of, it would be a lot of uh, shot clock violations, <laughs> trying yeah, to get everything, yeah. trying to understand something. the play. <laughs> it, it takes a while to to kind of get on the same page with things that's for sure well you know you know shooting the ball is something that i think that everybody understands and, and you're getting your shots and what impressed me the most about you know the 30 the 31 points per game is wonderful but you know you're shooting you know almost every game has been at least 50 percent shooting you know you're getting you still got your three-point attempts and you're getting to the line i mean it seems like that you're really being able to focus on all aspects of your uh, your game offensively. Uh, definitely, you know, I think that you know I'm I'm definitely able to um, play my game and and be comfortable in that way and uh, continue to to use my versatility here in China and you know it's what what helps us win win games and what helps me um, you know be able to do what I do. So, so mom was just there. Is she still there, or did she take off? No, mom is still here. She leaves. Um, she leaves Thursday. Um, so this is her her last her last day here. It's sad. Oh, I'm sure it is. I mean, I'm sure it's been wonderful having a little bit of home 
there. So, so you've gotten out and about. We saw the picture on Twitter of being at Disney. Uh, so how, how's the trip been? Is mom, mom liking Shanghai? Feels that you're in a good place? Yeah, I think that, you know, for her to be able to come here, um, and to, to hang out with me for 10 days has been, been great just for me to kind of get a, a sense of, of that comfort of, you know, someone from my family come here, um, and see what I'm going through and, and kind of experience life here in China. And, uh, I tried to, to do as much as I can with her and make sure she's seeing all the things she's, she's supposed to in, in Shanghai. Uh, she wanted to go to Disney, so we went to Disney. And, you know, the biggest struggle for her here was the chopsticks. <clears throat> and I think from, you know, day one to day ten, she's gotten a lot better. That's for sure. Well, they, they people, remember, I remember when I was little, they used to always put them with the rubber band and the piece of paper in the middle so that they were together. Does that still work? It, it probably does. Uh, we were walking around, um, in, in U Garden and they were, you were able to buy them, um, for like children. It was just like teaching them how to use chopsticks. And I, I told her she should buy them for herself so that she'd be able to eat more food. That's exactly right. There you go. So so now the other thing, of course, that's happening over here right now this week was big news was the kickoff of the NCAA season. First of all, how, how difficult has it been not going to classes at the, come September when you've been doing it for the last four years? Was it, was it a tough adjustment to not get up and go to class? Not going to class was not a tough adjustment at all. I think that's that's one of the best things of – being able to to play basketball professionally, you don't have to do that anymore. But that being said, you know it it was tough, um, kind of you know missing missing my teammates, missing my friends, that type of thing. So they had their first game. It was a struggle. It was, they were in a position where they did. Correct me if I'm wrong. It looked like they didn't. They had never before been in a position where they had to commit fouls at the end of the game. Is that something that you guys? ever talked about or discussed or, or practiced how and when to commit fouls? Actually, it is it is something that, um, you know, especially last season, we practiced a lot just because we never knew what situation we were going to be in. And I'm sure it's, it's something that's always on, on coach's mind because you're always trying to figure out, um, you know, is it is it smart to foul? Is it smart to, to let them continue to play on and, um, you know, it's sometimes it's a good decision, sometimes it's not. It was t- it was close, that's for sure. So, so tell me, how did you keep up to date with the first game? Now, obviously, th- now Thursday is the big one against Baylor. Uh, first right. of all, do you get like the watch ESPN, the ESPN three there, because that game is on ESPN. Yeah, so I um, I use the watch ESPN and use my VPN to be able to to watch stuff. Um, and to be able to <clears throat> stay up to date with UConn. I think that um, the game versus Florida State, I wasn't able to actually watch <coughs> because I had practice in the morning, but I was getting play-by-plays um, until I had to leave the hotel, and then I had my mom giving me updates on the sideline while I was at practice. Um, that's, I think that's great. That's so, a thing to say, but I want to make sure that they, they handle business. Well, so you know, you, this is the first time that they haven't been number one in quite a while. So you know, think that you know, think they're going to respond okay this year. 
Yeah, I think so. I think it's it's just going to be an adjustment, uh, filling the roles. And, you know, when you have people that are there for four years, it, the roles just get bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and now it's kind of restructuring that system. But, you know, when you have Coach Oyama and the rest of the coaching staff, they've they've been in the position before, and they know what they have to do, and, and so do the players. You know, they they know how to win games. They know how to be in big situations, and all they have to do is just be confident and continue to, to stay together. Well, Brianna, I don't want to keep you from your mother too long, and we'll catch up with, on more topics at a later date. But, you know, the last thing I wanted to leave this with is, is there anything that you would like to say to your Storm, and I'm sure UConn fans will be listening to this as well, about what's going on over there and anything in your life that you'd like to share? Um, you know, I'd just like to say uh, to thank them. You know, I feel like I'm always thanking them, but, you know, even when I'm in China, in Shanghai, uh, I'm getting tweets, <clears throat> tweets from them, Instagram notifications that they're, you know, they're following me from over here and they're excited for me and um, trying to, to stay as updated as possible and uh, it's it's great to feel that love, and I'm excited to to get back with Seattle and have another uh, have an even better season than we did last year. And to the UConn fans, uh, obviously miss you guys, and and can't wait to get to a game soon. So good luck in stage two as that kicks off shortly. You had a great stage one. I'm sure this will do as well. You'll do just as well this time, and we look forward to talking to you on a later Stormcast. Awesome, thank you.